Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The following is a presentation of the Four Center Podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our little feelings about those characters, and then make the characters fight for our amusement and yours. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, is Ken Knapsack. Happy to be here. This is... Ken, a very special episode. It's our 100th episode, and we are delighted to be able to be joined by Jennifer Landa. Hello! I would be throwing confetti in the air if I had some. (laughs) Jennifer just mimed confetti, which is the true (laughs) spirit of databank brawl. Something fun and ridiculous. Woo! Here we 100 are. 100 episodes. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. It's kind of insane. I kind of can't actually believe it or process it. Yeah, I mean, this is all credit to you, Joseph, for cr- creating this fun show that allows us to just be uber Star Wars dorks <laughs> and uh, successful improvers at times, uh, confused improvers at other times. <laughs> yes. Trying to put it all together. This was uh, such a wonderful just, you know, simple idea and concept, which which is why it works so well. It's like, you know, we got two Star Wars characters? Yeah. Let's fight them. Let's have them fight. You know, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, uh, and uh, it really evolved very quickly because I thought maybe it would just be a discussion and I love that it immediately evolved into like, no, we have to tell the story. Well, how did that? Because you've said that a few times and I know because, you know, this was like, hey, the uh, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, what's better? That stuff yeah. happens a lot in mm-hmm. Star Wars talk. 
what was so? What was your original thought? My original, I won't say vision because it was yeah. open ended. But yeah, thought. I mean, I had, still have my notes that I use every day, and I just wrote down like, where is it taking place? How are they feeling? What are their resources? How do they win? I didn't really realize I was setting up a structure for storytelling, but I wanted it to just uh, be like, wouldn't be like, well, our very first episode was Dengar versus Lobot, so I didn't want the conversation to just be like, well, Dengar punch him real hard, like, but but where are they? Does Lobot mm. have act in that just? Our very first episode that you and I sat down yeah. to do, Ken, just naturally evolved into telling a whole story, beginning, middle, and horrible, horrible end. <laughs> <laughs> and it's taken a life of its own. I really think it started to really, really work in episode two with Lor Santeca. Yeah. Once mm. we had this vision of Lor Santeca fighting and winning, yeah. I think that came out of the story we were telling, not the facts on a page. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of the facts on the page, mm. uh, if this is the first time you're listening uh, for some reason, this, it, which is great, please, I don't mean it like for some crazy, we always <laughs> want people to be listening for the first time, and the hundred. Uh, so we get all of the information about the characters from the StarWars.com databank. So the fight is one part of it. That's a, the juicy, fun part of it. But at the same time, I also just love seeing what Star Wars officially says on their website about the characters. Get to learn lots of fun details about uh, small, weird characters. In that second episode with Tasu Leach, we learned that his blaster is called a hut splitter. Right. Oh. It's that kind of weird, fun details that we've got to discover. Sometimes they're super judgmental. Sometimes they have nothing to say about very famous characters. Mm-hmm. And then a ton to say about not famous characters. So that's uh, kind of why we do what we do. That's uh, what we're here for. But I also want to say, if this is the first time you're listening... We normally do smaller characters. It's normally our chance to get to know the weirdos, to get to spend time with Bistan versus Shore Trooper and things like that. But we also do a thing where we unlock uh, special episodes where we have major characters. Hmm. And a while back, we asked people to get us to a certain number of reviews on Apple Podcasts. And listeners kindly blew us past that goal. Hmm. So I figured, let's celebrate with our 100th episode with two major characters. Wow. It always scares me. I know, I know. me too. Ooh, I know. There's a lot of pressure. <laughs> yes, there's suddenly responsibility to this yeah. dumb thing, right? That's the way it feels, but it's not. It's still the same same dumb yeah. show. It's the, your feelings of hurting or killing Nieper's pan pick is a lot different <laughs> versus a classic character or something right. like that. Yeah, right. but we've done it successfully. We've had, yes. had Obi-Wan and Boba Fett fight. Uh, we had a big epic cape battle between Lando and Orson Krennic. Oh, yeah. Mm. But this is the 100th episode. So we had to go real special. Are you guys ready yes. for your first combatant? Pens yes. are out. Now, normally, when I read the name of the character, there is uh, looks of confusion, <laughs> shock, amusement, frantic typing. This <laughs> will only be, I think, looks of recognition and perhaps dread fear. Because oh boy. our first combatant is... Emperor Sheev Palpatine. Oh, my yes. God. He had to wade in eventually. <laughs> and wow. I think 100 episodes is reason for this Emperor Palpatine. will be the toughest for you, I think. Oh, I know. This is going to be very challenging for me. Uh, here is what the official StarWars.com databank has to say about our beloved Sheev. Scheming, powerful, and evil to the core, Darth Sidious restored the Sith and destroyed the Jedi Order. Living a double life, Sidious was, in fact, Palpatine, a Naboo senator and phantom menace. (laughs) 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 He slowly manipulated the political system of the Galactic Republic until he was named Supreme Chancellor and eventually Emperor, ruling the galaxy through fear and tyranny. Hmm. It's official data bank entry in after a hundred episodes, I still get surprises and delight by he was a Naboo senator <laughs> and Phantom Menace. Like that's something you have on a business card. Ah, oh, well, I'm a plumber, and on the weekends, a Phantom Menace. <laughs> I put that on my Twitter bio. <laughs> uh, you should. Should have that. Loves crass and cocktails. Phantom Menace. <laughs> Phantom Menace. Um, you know, this is surprisingly. I don't want to say short. But I've seen some really long databank entries for some really minor characters. Yeah. Kind of on the shorter side. Well, so which can I can I ask you which one are you looking on? I'm looking on StarWars.com. Oh, you're going to StarWars.com. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so no, no, Ken no, uh, takes us to the wilds of Wikipedia. Yes, and that I would imagine is lengthy. Yeah, oh that's why I, I yeah I didn't yeah Star yeah that that is a short databank for for the guy who is the Phantom Menace, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the 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 canon tab. I mean, it's it's I'm still scrolling. I'm still still scrolling. scrolling. Oh my god, and yes. I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> yeah, databank does this thing where it's the main entry, but then for 
larger characters, they break them up sort of by era, which is ah. it's a lower part of the entry. And uh, to read that would take a long time. That's his main entry. That makes which sense. I think, you know, Phantom Menace, the reveal that he is canonically for sure the Phantom Menace. That's, right. uh, that's, that's a lot. Uh, so for people who don't know what Emperor Palpatine looks like, uh, why are you listening to this podcast? But uh, <laughs> can give us a, just a nice juicy description just well, to get us in the mood of yes. Emperor Palpatine. Emperor Palpatine is in a beautiful, wonderful, pristine black robe with a cowl and a hood uh, covering his deformed, grotesquely deformed, <laughs> ruined by his own force lightning face that is kind of uh, looks like a... A uh, piece of fruit melted slowly <laughs> in the process of melting, I should say. Yellow, evil eyes. And, of course, the voice that we all love. That is definitely Palpatine. Avocado a day too late. Yeah, that's it. And then, of course, depending on uh, the situation, he has a nice walking cane. Mm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, and uh, Jennifer, are you pulling up any favorite photos of Palpatine? Do you have a favorite photo I don't have a favorite photo of him. <laughs> Whenever I think of him, I just think of his eyes, the you know, these frightening. To me, he is like the iconic villain of my childhood. Yeah. Uh, there will no there will never be anyone scarier for me besides the shark from Jaws than than this guy when I was a kid growing up. He, he wearing this dark cloak and these like orange eyes. Yeah. It's just yeah. frightening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shriveled face. Very, very mm. uh, convincing at just depicting evil. And, and rotten. Yeah. Yeah. And rotten. And I think that's the thing, too, of like, uh, mm. you know, I, I have the headcanon. It's not just disfigured by the his own force lightning, but he has that little mumble like, I can't, I can't hold it. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's his true face. His, he's that evil. <laughs> that he, like, this is what my insides look like. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. A little large Marge it... from Pee Wee coming yeah. out. Oh, yeah. my he gosh. just lets all the evil yeah. hang out now because he's in charge of the galaxy. I, I, I like that a lot because when he dies in Jedi, I've always, I don't, I don't know the official view on it. I don't know. Maybe there's a canon answer. But that sound that when he dies and explodes. Yeah. I've always, to me, that's the evil being released inside of him. Yeah, there's like Mm. all of this, yeah, horror trapped in him. It just explodes. Right. Base of the shaft. Uh, Ken, any other details? Sometimes you give us from Wikipedia uh, height, weight, all that stuff. Yeah, there, let me, oh boy, I've scrolled too far down. (laughs) I'm going to read something first, then go into some details. Oh, yeah, go for it. Uh, I love this description of him. To those who had been at his non-existent mercy, Sidious was known to be exceptionally sadistic, and he often took visible pleasure in torturing others. He was similarly, (laughs) similarly quite bloodthirsty as well and frequently revealed in combat to the point of laughing while he fought or killed others. I love that because that accounts for the... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just that yeah. delighted. It's yes. like, it's like if, yes. you know, a kid with birthday cake. <laughs> yeah. When he sees Yoda in pain, he's just like, ah, so great. So, uh, oh though God. I do have some t- statistics. Uh, born 84 years before the Battle of Yavin. All right. On Naboo, of course. We know died four years after that. So uh, pushing 90, the time of his death. I like that there. Uh, species human, gender male. Height, 1.73 meters. Mass, 75 kilograms. <laughs> you know, he maintained his, a good weight yeah. in life. Hair color, red. Later, white. Eye color, blue and yellow. When he, and it has a parenthesis, dark side. <laughs> <laughs> Not conjunctivitis. Yeah, <laughs> skin color, light later pale so <laughs> this is uh, oh the movement of his character there this is wait this is really awesome i feel like this is this is the origin a standalone film i want to see even as a child palpatine was demonstrated to be manipulative psycho- psychopathic and self-centered this was especially evident by his frequent breaking of various rules and social norms knowing full well that his father whom he hated would simply pay off the authorities <laughs> to make the problem disappear <laughs> yeah oh that stuff is all from the darth plagueis novel oh, right yeah uh, that's uh, are you on the case Tab? I am on the canon tab. Oh, wow. Interesting. No, you, but you're right. It is from the... No, wait a minute. It is from the Darth Plagueis novel. Hmm. The Wilds of Wikipedia. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. And maybe, oh, no. I'm sorry, guys. I'm in the Legends. Oh, I thought it was canon. Fine. Well, it was it, canon. we can make it canon in yes. our minds. That is just fine. All right. So we always talk about our feelings about the character. Jennifer, you talked a little bit about the evil. I mean, this character is fascinating because we just knew him as the Emperor. Eat back right. when uh, Return of the Jedi came out, yeah. those of us were alive. Then he became Emperor Palpatine. Then he became Emperor Sheev Palpatine. We got to know Senator uh, Palpatine. Uh, 
how do you feel about that whole character now that you've you've gone on a journey through life with Cheeve, Jennifer? He's held up as a villain. Mm. He uh, has held up through every appearance that he has made. It's something that I I enjoy now as an adult watching watching this character continue to appear. Yeah. it's like oh, it's juicy. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a great villain. Yeah, you know, and so I I relish his appearances. Um, Gosh, in the prequels, just, oh, the way that Ian McDermott, it was just brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. yeah. So, like, when Anakin first turns, and it seems uh, like he wants to eat him almost. Oh, I could go for a burger. He's like, a it's steak. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's evil. It's gross. Yeah. Uh, Ken, how do you feel about Palpatine these days? I love Palpatine, which is not right, but I love Palpatine. <laughs> and you're right. 1983, it was an evil guy in a robe that was Mm kind of scary. You know, uh, we're not going to turn this into a Snoke discussion, but I love that idea that all this that we know now has unrolled, it's unfurled in front of us over time. But back then, it was just like, yeah, the guy you was kind of mentioned in the first movie, you saw him a little bit in Empire. Well, now here he is. This is kind of all you know about him. He's the bad guy. Yeah. He's Vader's teacher, master, boss. Yeah. And so that's grown up. So this character, I think in a weird way, we've all grown with this character. We've grown up with good old Sheev. Yeah. One of the highlights of the prequels is absolutely McDarmon coming back and delivering this great performance over over the top in the most juicy way by the yeah. time Sith rolled around. I love it. I'll make fun of unlimited power all day, but that's one of my favorite moments in Star it's Wars. beautiful. Yeah. 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 Uh, Palpatine is one of my favorite characters because I think he does uh, capture so much about Star Wars of like, true evil like it's possible to be just truly evil and truly delight in pain and that's what the dark side represents and you can go down all these great thematic uh uh, discussions with that and then his manipulation of the senate has opened such doors for talk about how politics work in the real world Mm -hmm. and then on top of all of that that he is true to the roots of star wars he's a b movie scenery chewing just bizarre villain and charming too in the prequels. Yeah, that's what I love is that George Lucas shows us in 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 you know Jedi that this character is true evil. He looks evil. He looks yeah. like a bad guy. But then when you see him in the prequels, it's a different form of evil yeah. that can trick you. Yeah. Beware, yeah. children. These these evil people can charm the pants off of yeah. you. Yeah, it's like you know? Insidious, mm-hmm. which is maybe where that name came from oh. since it was not a subtle town uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> during the prequels. Darth Insidious. Let's just cut off the end. Yeah. Yeah, love this character. I love this character. So it will be amazing <laughs> to see this character fight. Are you ready for your next combatant? I, oh I mean, gosh. who could defeat the Emperor other than know, Vader? Guys. I don't know. Who don't could know. possibly defeat Emperor Palpatine? Well, maybe Supreme Leader Snoke. Oh, oh let's turn this into a <laughs> Snoke conversation. Oh, jeez. All right. Here we go. Here is what StarWars.com databank has to say. The Supreme Leader of the First Order, the mysterious Snoke, has no permanent base of operations, preferring to contact his underlings from a mobile command post. Snoke is powerful with the dark side of the Force and seduced Ben Solo into abandoning the Jedi path to become his apprentice. But Snoke also commands General Hux in the technological war machine the First Order has engineered to destroy the New Republic and Leia Organa's resistance. Mm. Not a lot of flavor in that databank entry. <laughs> it's just this is who he is. This is what he does. Right. No, uh, no additional details about why he prefers a shimmering golden robe. Nope. Right. Nope. Just nope. mystery town with old Supreme Leader Snoke. Yes. Now, there are starting to be little bits and drips of other stuff from books and comics and whatnot. So, Ken, is there more in the wilds of Wikipedia about Supreme Leader Snoke? There, there is a lot. I'm, I'm scanning through in here. I guess, I guess let me get the stats before I get too far away. And, and quite frankly, we, we don't have a lot of stats. We can say he was born prior to 19 years before the Battle of Yavon. We, <laughs> we know he's been around a while, died 34 years after the Battle of Yavin. Uh, species... Described as humanoid alien is what we're going with, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, okay. Mm. Gender, male, height around seven feet, hair color white in terms of his eyebrows, Mm. hair, (laughs) eye color blue, that we do know, skin color very pale. Not later, just pale from the beginning. (laughs) Uh, And then, you know, other than that, 
you know, you're right. We don't know a lot. There's a lot of stuff that's starting to poke through there. And I think the the Force Awakens, excuse me, the Last Jedi novel explained the most to me, but you got the sense of what he did in the Unknown Regions for the First Order. His rise to power was a little bit different. Yeah. It just, it happened. Some other leaders were there and he, he worked his magic through that way. And uh, I, I'm still looking for more personality traits. It just is, says, is this the on, Supreme Leader is wise. <laughs> is that on Wikipedia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Supreme Leader is... That's a weird exchange. Uh, physical appearance, we know that. I mean, the slippers, we, we know the damn slippers, which, you know, just it was there. It says to deal, for him to help deal with his ailing body. Yeah, mm. his body's Const- messed up. Yeah, constant state of pain due to his advanced age and wounds. He could not defend himself in a physical fight, relying on his Praetorian guards. However, we saw with Kylo, he's he's, he's got some power. Powerful yes. in the dark side of the forest. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer, uh, do you have any any pictures? Do you want to give just like juicy physical description of what he looks like? So yeah, so he's wearing this gold robe, which is is he shows off his slender frame. He has. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very nice way to say it. Yeah, long. Fingers and long fingernails um, that look kind of goldish. Actually, it's not nail polish; it's just his natural fingernail color. He's actually looking like he's wearing like a gray thermal top underneath this gold robe, which I'd never noticed. <laughs> um, you know, he is seven a sensible. Feet. Type. <laughs> keep keep him warm. Um, he is. This is why he doesn't go out. He's wearing jammies. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, he's very tall, obviously, but he does look like in his prime he would have been a threatening presence yeah he's got the mm. big scar across the top of his head right yes. yes and then like little other mini scars there is like a little. mini like scar scars on his cheeks yeah a little melty action going exactly. on there exactly and his neck is just like chicken yeah. skin yeah. <laughs> just not good not the good kind of chicken skin. Um, <laughs> Not but yeah. the fried chicken skin. Yeah, yeah, he just looks as I think Andy Serkis talked about how he's like literally like mm-hmm. uh, this. This he's being warped by the evil physically as well. Okay, yeah, yeah, interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can't contain it either. That right, power in the dark side. And there's a quote from Serkis that I think we've we've heard and discussed before, but I'll highlight it here that I, I think it's interesting a little bit about Snook's past. He's aware of what's gone on in that respect. He's been around and is aware of prior events. I think it'd be fair to say that he. He is aware of the past to a great degree. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So for those who haven't read the Last Jedi book, it really just kind of lays out that he is this presence that has been talked about that's lurking in the unknown regions, you know, mm. uh, kind of aware of what's going on in our galaxy, and then he takes over the First Order at some point and talks about how there are a lot of terrible things in the unknown regions that he maybe helped them deal with. Right. So, mm, mm. Lots, lots of fun mysteries. Uh, we got a quote for him on Wikipedia? There's a, there's a lot, but uh, I think... Uh, the, the, let me go up to the top here. Make sure. <laughs> now I think of the, the here's the number one quote they've given here. You want to know why I keep a rabid cur in such a place of power? <laughs> I don't like that one as much as no. down down the uh, down the line here, which is uh, the uh, that has been awakening. Have you felt it? Which I think yeah. was one of the first. Things to Force Awakens, and we're all like, oh, we heard that in the trailer. And we're yeah. like, what's going on? That was Even great. more amazing now that we know he wears jammies. Mm-hmm. Does he say that every morning when he gets up and puts on his slippers? <laughs> there has been an awakening. I mean, Snoke is up. Good mm-hmm. pair of slippers is very important. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's talk feelings of these characters, and then we'll get uh, about this character, and we'll get into our fight. Jennifer, how do you feel about Supreme Leader Snoke? I love him. Now, you know, when I saw him in The Force Awakens, I was like, oh, no, I don't like this character. He did kind of seem like a chalk villain for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Andy Serkis' performance in The Last Jedi really showed how this guy came to power. He is, like the Emperor, very charming. You know, he has, he can uh, manipulate on another level. He's extremely powerful. I'm, I cannot wait to see these two villains fight. Nice. But I really, I do like him. Mm-hmm. But I don't need to know where he came from. I just like him for who he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll let the mystery just continue. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, Ken, how about you? I, I I really do like Snoke a lot, too. And I'm, I'm intrigued a lot about his past. And, and, and the answers, I think, will, will come eventually. I, I think, honestly, some of the answers aren't fully formed yet over right. Lucasfilm. That yeah. they intentionally just like... He's he's been around, and 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 we're gonna let you guys know at some point. I, a hundred percent agree with the decision to to cut him 
literally in two <laughs> in The Last Jedi. I think it's so compelling and interesting for the story. I was watching Return of the Jedi the other day and that that throne room scene. Then I was watching Last Jedi just yesterday yeah. oh. and the throne room scene. And I love them each for what they are. And I love the choice to make it a little different. That said, I'm very intrigued by what they've set up with Snoke and what might eventually pay off. Including that, that ring that he wears yes. that has you know, something to do with Vader and something to do with Palpatine. So yeah, it's all it's around. Mustafar, right? Mustafar and uh, some of it's maybe some gold or something that our yeah. piece, I, you know, uh, someone out there can let us remind us uh, exactly. But at point being, it speaks to him being very aware of the past, very aware of Vader, very aware of Palpatine. He's obsessed with Vader. He's afraid of Luke. Yeah. All those kind of things. So he's, to me, even though he's a small presence in the movies, in the story, in the saga of Star Wars, he still might be one of the bigger characters yet to come. Yeah. I want, I love this character. I want to hear his backstory. I think we are going to hear the, the seduction of Ben Solo story, the fall of Ben Solo, and that's in the rise of Snoke. And I'm looking forward to seeing that. But for me, it's all about Andy Serkis's performer performance. Mm-hmm. He gave Snoke such life, and he merely made him seem charming, like Palpatine when he was being a senator and mm-hmm. a, a politician, but also just a right. jerk. He right. just seemed like Snoke would corner you at a party and like tell you what he thinks are obscure facts <laughs> right. about a movie you already know, <laughs> and just be a dick about it. Yeah. Just be yeah. a jerk. Like, well, I, I mean, th- it's that particular line of like, you know, I, I told my apprentice that his equal in the light would rise. Skywalker, I presume. <laughs> but no, it was such a jerk, which is just yes. a great wrinkle. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. This wrinkly character. You're absolutely right. This this wasn't, this was one dimensional guy. There, there's, a, there's ability to tell a story with this character uh, that comes from Circus, which is why when you have Circus, you could do so many wonderful things with him. Yeah, that's right. And now we're going to get into this. There is the slim possibility that as you're listening to this recording, uh, listeners, you can hear a car honking in the background. That is just because that car is so excited <laughs> about this fight. If you can hear it, pay it no mind. It's the power of the dark side speaking. Yeah. And with that, let's fight. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay, so the way we always do this is we're, we're wild and crazy with what can happen in the fight and what can happen in canon, but this is just a strange, uh, peculiar thing to me. I like to have the characters fight in a time that they're both still alive. We haven't uh, done our, our world between worlds where we've plucked characters out of time yet. We but might need to, though. I think day. we might need to. <laughs> real special. Yeah, maybe the 200th episode, it'll just be like 16 characters plucked at <laughs> random times. Wow. Uh, but that means that these characters, we need to make up some fun headcanon about how Palpatine and Snoke could have met and crossed paths, angry dark side paths, while they're both still alive. So before the Battle of Endor. Uh, Now, I got some thoughts, but I want to hear hear your thoughts first. Do do either of you have something that jumps to mind? In terms of location and and, and everything that's going on, here's what I think. Um, I... I think I want this to be on the planet from uh, Galaxy's Edge. Oh, Batu Batu. Yeah, Ooh, because okay. it's kind of uh, where a last jumping off point to to uh, you know things uh, yeah. in, in the unknown regions and the known galaxy. Mm. Maybe there's some weird meeting place, but I'm I'm open to ideas. I I I always get intrigued when. When you're like, oh, I've been thinking about this. Oh, yeah. I, no, I think Batu is great. And we, uh, as we're recording this, we know that it is going to be featured in the Thrawn Alliance's novel. <gasps> right. The oh, one right. uh, little preview bit we got, it's basically Palpatine sending Vader and Thrawn to Batu. Yep. So this will be interesting. So let's, yep. let's imagine that it is around this, that era. So uh, let's, say, uh, let's say actually we'll, we'll set it in the middle of the Galactic Civil War. So Palpatine's got a lot going on. He's got a lot to manage, but he gets some intel Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. about a presence on Batu. And we've seen in the Clone Wars, every once in a while, Palpatine will go and deal with something himself, like he went and dealed with um, Darth Maul and Savage Opress. Right. So I think he gets some intel, like, there is a presence there that Mm -hmm. I... Must address. Must address that. So, yeah. I think Similu's to de- 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 delivered the message, right? Yeah, Similu, yeah. Similu's the, the, uh, and Janus Grijatis, his, <laughs> his imperial dignitaries have been whispering in his ear, literally. Right. And I think they're like, can we come with you? A new dark side presence. And I think that actually makes Palpatine a little like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, like they're, because they're like the dark side groupies. And they're like, what? A new dark side presence? Cool. And I don't think Palpatine like that. No. So I think he's he just. He's the star. Yeah, he's the star, right? Yeah. 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 So I think he takes a shuttle, Jennifer. Okay. And I think he goes to Batu. Mm-hmm. And uh, because we also know from the canon books that he disguises his appearance. Uh, to mm-hmm. look more healthy, mm. he can probably just wander around mm-hmm. in his dark robe and his cane, maybe stoop a little bit more, hide his yellow eyes, and just wander that marketplace in Batu, searching for a dark presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do do you think he does that? I think he does. I think he wanders around and like a like a homing beacon. He's getting closer. He uh-huh, feels uh-huh. that dark side <laughs> energy. Like a cartoon <laughs> where they have like the whiff of of like <laughs> smell of like a ham. Oh yes. Like the way he visualizes, he can see like these blue smoking tendrils of evil, and he, yeah, right. <laughs> walk around with his cane, following them. Yes. <laughs> yes, I think he does, and he's going to like. From stall to stall, like trader stall to trader stall. Yeah. Like, yes, people are like, you want to buy some pins, collector pins, enamel <laughs> collector pins of your favorite characters? I mean, favorite things? Uh, yeah. Plush? Uh, plush. You want to yeah. buy a plush Jawa? What is that? Yeah. And he's just kind of moving around. And he's, he can't ask the questions. No, but then he senses something mm. behind the churro stand. Yes. Oh. Yeah. There's a... <laughs> the, the, <laughs> Wait, yes. working the churro stand? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. no, no. Okay, just, just no. behind The it. churro stand is okay. like up against a building. Okay, got he, it. He smells something first, and he's like, yeah. Mm, a churro. Cinnamon. Churro. Hot, yes. delicious. He's like, give me that. I want that. Uh, and he, he, <laughs> he's eating the churro? He eats a churro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a space churro. It's not going to be ridiculous. Yeah. And the, the, the person working the churro vendor, it's, a, it's an aqualish, mm. like Pondababa, and they're like, 
Um, does it taste okay? Uh, because everybody who's been buying a churro, they've been kind of like rotting and gross. And I don't, I, I just baked them this morning. I don't understand what's going on. And the puppy's like, tastes good to me. I just, I really want some fan art. Maybe Brian Ward, if you're listening, of a steeped over cane using Palpatine munching on a churro, just a space churro. Chewing a space churro. Cinnamon oh, on his boy. face. Yes. Oh, yeah. And on yeah. his hands. It gets all over my head. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. so I think the Aqualish is asking his opinion on this, and he's yeah. like, it, it'll do. Yeah. I've had better space churros, but this will do. <laughs> And I think uh, then he just uh, goes around the back. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think he maybe even does like a hand wave of a force power we haven't uh, seen yeah. him use where the... Sir, there's cast members only. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. And the no. Aqualicious forgets that. Like, that's cast... But that's... You're, he's a cast member. <laughs> What's my name? Uh-huh. It's a really... Oh, it's a weird time. But yeah, mean, mean mind trick. He force, he force pushes his way past this access door. And yeah. In the underworkings of Batu. So he goes behind into this mm. darkened building. Mm. And Jennifer, what is the first thing he sees in this darkened building? He sees a little a rat, a space rat, womp rat, just kind of scurrying about. So he knows he's getting closer. Oh, rats are evil? That, rats are evil. I mean, I raised rats as a kid. I can tell you they're evil. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that Palpatine is very curious. Like, that's, is this some uh, creature? It looks like a womp rat, but it's not right. It's like its right. eyes yeah. are glowing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah and it's all spiky mm-hmm. and, and grotesque. So Palpatine reaches out and he says, come here. And he calls it to him. And suddenly, the womp rat is frozen <gasps> in the middle of the air. Oh. Palpatine doesn't like things being taken from him. He wants to investigate this, so he pulls harder and <laughs> the womp rat rips apart and emerging from the shadows. How could Palpatine have not seen it? The robe is so loud. Yeah. The shimmering, golden-robed figure that we know to be Supreme Leader Snoke mm. at this time is not Supreme Leader Snoke. No. Oh. It is Snoke the Curious. That is how he is oh, known yes. Oh. in yes. the Unknown Regions. Mm. And uh, he's twisted, scarred, scarred, but not as twisted and scarred yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he steps forward. And what can does Snoke say? He looks him right in the eyes in a second. <laughs> Sheev Palpatine, I've, I've been watching you from afar. Mistake after mistake, and I've been calling you. I've been feeling your call. Uh, this Palpatine is trying to cover up his insecurity. Yes. He has not. Nobody has made him like he's a, he's he's concerned about Luke Skywalker, but yeah. he's got Vader on it. He's got some plans. He's foreseen yeah. some things. He's, yeah, he thinks he'll figure it out. Oh yeah, this makes him nervous, and he's only been able to feel Snoke. Mm-hmm. Right, Snoke can see him. Oh, yes, so this makes yes. him feel real inferior. Yes. Uh, so I think he says right away, like, have you come to challenge my rule? Uh, I'm not here to challenge your rule. I'm here to simply take it away from you. Interesting. And then Snoke does something, Jennifer, mm-hmm. extremely surprising with his body. Mm. Hmm. Right. At that point... He kind of like uh, sashays away, like <laughs> flips his golden robe. Come, come, and he takes that long finger and kind of beckons. Oh yeah, beckons Palpatine. Okay, to follow him mm. into this room. Okay, so uh, these doors slide open, and they've got this weird iconography on them, mm-hmm. and uh, it's th- something Palpatine has never seen before, and it. Uh, Snoke walks in and it is full of uh, weapons and oh, relics yeah. and and uh, Palpatine's partially enjoying it because it's just steeped in the dark side, but elements and flavors of the yeah. dark side that he Palpatine has not experienced before. So on the one hand, it's like ah, it's it's so good. He starts laughing and going ah, <laughs> he's enjoying it so much, but at the same time, it makes him feel ignorant and small because clearly, yeah. Snoke has set up this. Uh, sanctum, this uh, mm-hmm. this uh, Santor, Sanctum Santorum, to use <laughs> yeah. the Doctor Strange term. Uh, this 
realm of yeah. dark side. Well, and he, and and Palpatine's looking around and going, "Yes, you have great collection of things." It's like when I go to another person's house and I look at their Star Wars toys, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but Palpatine notices there is like an empty spot, like a, almost like a, a mannequin mm. kind of sitting there, and, mm. and Palpatine's like, "What? What is this for?" And Snoke is like. <laughs> that is where your robe is going to go after I kill you. And he <gasps> reaches his hand out, mm-hmm. and <laughs> Palpatine's robes begin to <laughs> pull forward. Oh. And now Palpatine uh, does not want his robes to be ripped oh. off. That is uh, that is offensive to him. And so he, uh, I think he shouts out, Unlimited foolishness! <laughs> In the force, lightning comes jumping out of his fingers yeah. towards Snoke. But Snoke has been watching, so Jennifer, he knows that's Palpatine's go-to move. Mm-hmm. And Snoke has other different dark side abilities. Mm. Does he let this lightning hit his uh, already damaged, screwy body? Mm-hmm. Or does he block it in some fantastic way? He does. He uses a force field. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so literally, it's like boom, it like bounces off. It bounces off of this force field that he's able to put around himself. And Palpatine is just like never seen anything like this before. So is it just in front, or is it all around him? It's like a bubble. It's a force bubble. A force Ooh, an bubble. Evil force bubble. A new power. A new power. Right, so uh, Palpatine uh, doesn't like this. The the lightning hits the bubble, and it, it cascades all over it. it. This looks like just amazingly uh, trippy. This looks like yeah. somebody you would want to just get real high and watch this, because the <laughs> electricity bubbles around this weird sparking ball. Right. Uh, now, Snoke responds uh, by, I think, laughing. <laughs> I knew you'd do that. How does he respond next? Now, Snoke? Yeah, how does um, how does Snoke respond, Ken? <laughs> he he advances on Palpatine with the bubble still intact, and he's rolling it like a hamster, rolling like, like a he's hamster. rolling in this bubble. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, he's like ah ah ah, because he puts his hands out and his <laughs> feet out, and he like and he <laughs> oh rolls. my gosh, like those big balls. Yeah, like those do. big yeah. balls. And he like, oh my gosh! He rolls towards Palpatine, and Palpatine is like still like, and he gets that look on his face, like oh. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> and <laughs> like when Yoda throws yes, the Senate pot yes, at him, yeah. yes, exactly. Oh. Oh. And the bubble hits Palpatine square, just right, just smacks up against it him. It smashes him. Yes, yes. And I think uh, oh, wow. Palpatine digs his fingers into the ball. Yes. and he actually bites it too, so he makes as much ah. physical contact. And it's yeah. strange; it's palpable. It's yeah. like you can stick your fingers into it. Mm. And I think Palpatine does something he didn't even know he could do. He's learning so much. Mm. He yeah, he yells, and the lightning comes from his fingers and out of his mouth. Oh yeah, and it just it literally bursts Snoke's bubble. It's called a, it, <laughs> it, it's it's called a force barf. It's a, a new force power. barf. Yeah, force barf. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. uh, lightning oh. reflux. It's sometimes lightning called. reflux. Um, and yeah, so the <laughs> bubble explodes. It bursts. It's gross. It's kind of. Fluidy, like how could it be yeah. that way? It's like, like a like, ghost yeah. being destroyed in Ghostbusters or yeah, something. Yeah, they got, like you can't slime. quite see it, slime. but yeah, they got slimed, and mm-hmm. it is disgusting. And I think Palpatine is frightened, so I think Palpatine goes in. He wants the knowledge, but he goes in uh, for the kill because he's a little afraid. Yeah. So I think he actually does get uh, super close and lock his hands on Snoke's throat. Oh, now here I'm going to suggest yeah. something crazy. Mm. We do know that Snoke has more ability when it comes to using the Force as a tool to connect minds. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think Snoke puts his hand on uh, Palpatine's weird, bubbly eyebrows, yeah. plants it, and does something to Palpatine's mind. Oh. oh. Jennifer, what do you think he does? Do you think he shows him like a highlight reel of Snoke's career? <laughs> <laughs> Just so he knows how afraid. Is it a best of of Palpatine's failures? What is it? He goes back into legends. <laughs> goes yeah, yeah. To when he was a child. Right. A sad little boy who mm. just wanted his father's attention. Right. 
couldn't get it. And some friends at the schoolyard. <laughs> Sheev's got a stupid face. Sheev, on him. what kind of a dumb name is that? Mm-hmm. Sheev, you'll never have powers. He's got little high pants. Yeah. Uh, he's he's on a little summer vacation at the lake country, and everybody else is yeah. mocking him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's mm. really painful. This is really where the evil all stems from. Right, is him trying to get back at, at those people that made him feel so small and insignificant. Mm. Mm-hmm. So at this point. This is this is cruel for Palpatine. Mm-hmm. And after, you know, Snoke is kind of smiling, smirking, and after Palpatine sees his whole young self, he one tear kind of streams <sighs> oh, down. Oh, a yellow tear. A yellow tear. Yeah. Something that he has not felt. Right. In a long time. Um, yeah. And <laughs> Snoke says, there's been an awakening. You <laughs> 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 feel it. But I think Palpatine quickly... Recovers a bit, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, these are definitely tears of my pain." And he like f- grabs the tear and he flicks it at Snoke, and it's like an acid tear. <gasps> oh. Yeah, it totally is, and it hits his neck. It's a forced oh, tear, no. yes. and it starts to spread, and it starts <laughs> oh, melting. God. Now Palpatine Whoa. says, "This is what you do not understand about the dark side. I know how to embrace my pain. I was bullied." <laughs> I was bullied as a child. And tears, acid tears, just start streaming from his face. Oh, yeah. And he's grabbing them up in his hands, and he's laughing and crying at the same time. <laughs> I just wanted to be accepted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Snoke is being hit with these tears. Acid tears oh, burning, burning away. His oh. golden robe. Robe is burning away. Snoke is very unhappy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, Snoke. cheeks are burning yeah. into what we now see. Yeah. yeah. A little more of the damage, yeah. Mm-hmm. Snoke the Curious thought he was ready for Palpatine, uh, but he wasn't ready for quite the no. level of hatred. Mm-mm. But Snoke is uh, clever. He thinks he's clever. Right. So I think he has at least a couple more tricks up his uh, burning robe sleeves. Mm-hmm. So, Ken, I think uh, Snoke tries something else. What do you think Snoke's agenda is at this point? Is it just to get the robe? Is it to get information? Is it to eliminate Palpatine as competition? I think it is perhaps to eliminate Palpatine. He sees a vacuum of power. He also feels he gets that robe. Who knows? He can impersonate Palpatine. Maybe oh, oh the yeah. untrained eye. Vader, he would have to deal with. You know, maybe Moff Jared Gerard might be away. A lot of meetings about Death Star 2 going on right now. <laughs> but um, I think Snoke does... Something completely unexpected. Something Palpatine, who is very much in the force in this moment. He's very much feeling the force. Uh, Snoke reaches down, takes off a slipper, and throws it at Palpatine. Oh. Oh, wow. No force powers. No anything. (laughs) He just throws it. Just a slipper to the face. Yeah. Mm. And I think uh, because Palpatine is so busy throwing his acid tears, he doesn't uh, catch it in time. Right. And just a dirty foot slipper... Hits him in the face oh. and it makes him pause. <laughs> He's like, what? Ah, 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 what sorcery is this? <laughs> simple gesture. And I think Snoke kind of waves his hands what? like the asshole he is and like, I threw my slipper at you. And then, while he's distracted, yeah. uh, he does a force crush Ooh. where he basically brings his hands together, yeah. and we we haven't really seen this before, where uh, the internal pressure comes from either side, mm. mm-hmm. or the external pressure, and basically hits uh, Palpatine from either side. Yeah. So he had been crying, now he's like, and his hands go up, the tears <laughs> shoot in the air, they come fall back on his own face and burn him a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His more own damage. acid tears, and he is, his ribs crack. Ooh. And he is mean force like squozen. Force squozen. Oh my goodness. Force bear hug here. Yeah. That's comfortable. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's not feeling good. I shouldn't have had that churro. <laughs> um, <laughs> how can he get out of that? How can oh he possibly boy. get? Well, oh I boy. think uh, th- it's been a long time okay. since Palpatine has used ah. his lightsaber, but he yes. realizes perhaps Snoke is not as powerful in the ways. Right. Of the lightsaber. And in fact, since uh, Palpatine and Darkseid users in general say everything they're thinking, he mm-hmm. just says this, mm-hmm. much like Count Dooku, except for the opposite of... Well, <laughs> no, he doesn't say the same thing. Clearly, uh, this won't be decided by a <laughs> knowledge of the dark side, but rather by my using a lightsaber. <laughs> and he pulls it out. Yeah. Uh, and seeing that, that shocking red blade, mm. Snoke uh, falls back. Now, yes. this... 
This room is covered in weird Sith weapons. What mm. exotic Sith weapon? Not even Sith. Uh, yeah. Dark side, I should dark say. Dark side, yeah. Exotic dark side weapons. Ken or Jennifer, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. exotic dark side weapon does Snoke call to his side? He oh. reaches out and quickly c- calls the Darth Spatula, which <laughs> uh, dark the dark spatula, which was used by Darth Bane during his off hours to cook. It was a, a, re, a, a relic that was forgotten by the, the old Republic, and perhaps Dan and Dave will cover this in their series yeah. of movies. You'll learn about it. I'm not making this up. This is the, the dark side spatula. Um, Sold by it, Williams and Sonoma. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a themed dark side thing. Yeah. For when your burgers are too light. Um <laughs> And yeah, he, and he has, and it has like a vibro kind of, yeah. You know, okay, it's like a, it, it, you know, it emits poison. <laughs> yeah, and any any burger cooked with it will yeah. kill you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he he calls uh, that to to his hand, mm-hmm. and uh, suddenly there's yeah. an amazing dance of athleticism between these two. Oh, yeah. wrinkled, hunched uh, titans. Of evil. A good old swashbuckle. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you know how Sidious likes to flip and yeah. screw. Yeah. <laughs> screw jump, I shouldn't say. Screw Just jump. screw. <laughs> he does the, He does a screw jump. Ah! Uh, but the spatula is there, and yeah. strangely, the spatula is so imbued with dark side power, it is not cut in twain yeah. by mm-hmm. the crimson blade of yeah. Darth Sidious. No, no, no. It's it's like a, it's like one of those Magna Guard little vibro blades there. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Uh, so now we got ourselves a full-on fight. Yeah. yeah. Lightsaber yeah. versus stick fight. Staff yeah. versus stick fight from Jedi. The Last Jedi, this is what we have. Spatula versus lightsaber. <laughs> and I think, in fact, uh, Snoke uh, calls this uh, strange uh, wooden object to him. And mm. he connects the spatula on one end of it. And then Jennifer, he calls another item to attach on the other end of the wooden thing. Mm-hmm. It is a uh, dark side whisk. <laughs> <laughs> But when he when used by Mother Talzin, yeah. yes, <laughs> So it actually when he when he sticks it on the end of it, it actually just kind of starts spinning. Oh yeah, but it's old. So yeah, it's kind of spinning slowly. Slowly. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's got a double bladed weapon. Yes, yes. the yeah. old whisk spatula. The whisk spatula from the dark kitchens. Yeah. <laughs> from the dark, dark, the, the dark twenty uh, ninety nine cent store. Uh, so he starts pummeling Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and th- these hurt. These burn. Right, yeah. and uh, Palpatine is shocked that he can't get his uh, blade up in yeah. time to match all of these blows. Snoke is absolutely getting the other upper hand. Yeah, and now he's just being a jerk about it, and now he says, "One of my favorite dark side powers is dance." And he does the move that he does to Kylo in Last yeah. Jedi, where he electrifies the floor. Like, yeah, oh. fingers are so obvious. And so now Palpatine is blocking blows. Yeah. He's getting hit in the head with a whisk. He's getting his feet electrified, and he is dancing like in old westerns where they shoot at your feet and make you dance. <laughs> dance, yeah. Palpatine, dance! <laughs> and he's ah, ah, ah. And he's uh, he's having an experience that Palpatine doesn't normally have. So much anger and pain that he yeah. can't focus at all. He's being overwhelmed by, and think this is what we've come to, Supreme Leader's mix of horrible evil and just kind of whimsy. Yeah. (laughs) As represented by his golden robe. Exactly. Yeah. Thermal underwear. (laughs) His thermal underwear. Like, you must remember, the dark side can be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Palpatine... Oh, my gosh. Palpatine, he, he doesn't really know what to do. This is something he's never dealt with, because usually every, anyone, every, anyone's afraid of him. Yeah. He's in control. He has foreseen the situation. He did not foresee yeah. this, the truth behind the churro stand. I think he's going to have to use his charm. He can't. He's not going to be able to beat him with might, or he's going to have to to be manipulative. Mm, interesting. I think that it's going to be intellect. If he's he going to try to master manipulate him. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. let's go ahead and pause our combat here, okay. and decide who we think would or could win this battle. Neither of them are going to die unless we want to clone someone. Right. We don't need to go crazy <laughs> like that. Uh, who do we want to win this combat? Who do we think deserves to win this combat? I will vote for Palpatine. Okay. I vote for Palpatine. My, my old li- loyalties die hard. Yeah. Yeah. And now, is it just that? Just yeah. your old, old loyalties? Yeah, it is. I like Snoke, but there's something about Snoke. 
Especially when it revealed that he like didn't take over the first order through it. Like it just kind of there was a weird. He worked his way through it. He didn't come in and much like Palpatine. You know, yeah. I, I don't see Snoke as a Phantom Menace. Where I see Palpatine as I think just as Palpatine's earned it. Mark. Yeah, hard to be a Phantom Menace when you're yeah. wearing gold. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jennifer, how do you feel? I feel like Snoke. Palpatine's got to win. He's mm. my OG, you know. And Snoke <laughs> is like is like a, a knockoff, or he's a wannabe. But yeah. to me, and there's just something so sad about seeing Palpatine going through this bizarre <laughs> eating the churro. Yeah, <laughs> getting beaten by a whisk. Yeah, I mean it's just sad. Yeah, yeah. And we always root for the underdogs here, and in this case, surprisingly, yeah. Palpatine is the, the underdog. underdog. Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree. Palpatine is one of my very favorite characters. I love Supreme Leader Snoke, and I think Snoke has a lot of tricks up his sleeve because I think he understands the dark side in a different way Mm -hmm. than Palpatine does. But I think Snoke is still not as experienced. I don't think he has faced as many trials as Palpatine. Maybe he, whatever dark side uh, uh, history he comes from, maybe doesn't have the full lineage of the rule of two where Mm -hmm. Palpatine can collect all that knowledge and all that experience. Mm. Yes, and he knows that the ultimate trick is mental manipulation. Like that was a fancy trick that uh, Snoke did to grab him by the brow and show him his painful memories, but it's really in the moment playing on what people want. Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Jennifer, as we go toward the epic conclusion of this conflict, do you have an idea how Palpatine begins his manipulation of Snoke? Yeah. So he's, his arms are still up in the air, right? But they still go, Mm. And he starts clapping. Oh, I like it. Let's say the the whisk knocked the blade out of yeah. his hand, <laughs> and his hands were up in the air, yeah. and he just started clapping yeah. above his head. <laughs> Slow, Slow clap. clap. Yeah, yeah. And Palpatine says, "Well, well played, well played. Very, very good, Snoke." And he realizes that the way that he's going to beat Snoke is by playing into his ego. Mm, nice, yes. nice. I like this a lot. I think yes. Palpatine says. You have done well. I set this up to test you. And this is news to Snoke and a lie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How does Snoke react to it? Does he take the bait right away? (laughs) You're here to test me. No, no, I've been watching you. You've got other things to worry about. You didn't even see me coming. And I think Snoke starts saying, there's so much... You don't know about me. Let me tell you, I was born on the... And I think Palpatine says, I don't care about your backstory. I don't need it. It upsets the momentum of this story. Save it for a book. Everything I need to know about you is right in front of my eyes. Yeah. Uh, And he says, good job. I will be in touch. And he turns around and he walks up. He just walks out. He starts starts walking out. (laughs) Yeah. I'll call you. Oh my gosh. Don't call me. And Snoke is totally Uh thrown by this power shift. Yeah. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. He turns into like this, this like, you know, crazed fan. He's like a fanboy. He's like, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, no. No. He doubts himself a little bit. And then I think Snoke says, wait, wait, wait. And I think Palpatine turns back and is like, oh, that's right. You wanted something. And I think he takes his robe off. And he's got, you know, a dark jumper. Jumper. A mm. dark side little jumper underneath. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not uh, super scary, but yeah. it's not like he's nude. Yeah. This is not the Emperor's new clothes. This is the Emperor's jumper. Jumper. Yeah. And we can fully see it. I think he takes off his robe, and I think Palpatine walks over. He picks up his lightsaber. He picks up his cane, and he, he puts the robe. Like, you wanted that, didn't yeah. you? Uh, did you want me to sign it? <laughs> <laughs> Snoke says, well, I, yes. I do. Uh, yes, actually, that'd be that'd be nice yes. for the memory. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, Palpatine uh, cuts his own hand yes. with oh. his gnarled finger and dips it in, and he uses his blood and he writes "sheath" <laughs> <then> he, <laughs> on the sleeve. He looks at Snoke right in the eyes and says, yeah, "You'll always just be a fan with my robe." Oh, and he walks out. Wow, and. Uh, he and then he's just a few steps away, and I think Snoke is sitting there just kind of stunned. Yeah. And then I think can I think the dime drops for Snoke that he's been had. Yeah. So what what is he what in that moment of truth, alone, staring at a signed robe, what is what does Snoke say to himself? Well, I I must take over 
the galaxy in my own time. From the shadows. From the unknown regions. Mm -hmm. And I'll do it soon. (laughs) (laughs) And is he spotting this and thinking, like, ah, yes, yes, that's the way to go. Suddenly, raining down on this temple is just all of the food, all of the vehicles. <laughs> Sheev has gone out there in his jumper, and Sheev is in, uh, in a back alley just going, <laughs> and he's using all of this dark side power to basically rip up the, this town on Batu, this market, and just rain it all down, and it just crushes the building. There's land speeders. Yeah. There's an old Corellian freighter oh, that comes yeah. lying down oh. on it, and Palpatine's just alone in an alley in a jumper some- going, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there's a monorail. <laughs> there's a monorail. And then, bing, 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 bing. Last thing, yeah. a churro. A churro. A space mm. churro. <laughs> Trickles down. Womp rats. <laughs> and Snoke is under the rubble. Yeah. Cursing it all. Cursing it all. Waiting for his moment to get his revenge. That's right. And credits. <laughs> wow. Any post uh, credit scenes, Ken or Jennifer? Uh, mm. I think... The elevator in the second to Death Star. Actually, no, we're still in Coruscant. The elevator on the Jedi, former Jedi Temple in Coruscant. Uh, Door opens. Sheev walks back in. And his team of Imperial dignitaries, Tasu, uh, not Tasu, Luke Tashu, uh, Simalu, Janice Grijadis, the whole group. Um, Minister Hayden, possibly there. all the whole gang. The whole gang's there. They're waiting. And they're like, "Mm, uh, sir... Master, our Lord, what did you learn out there? And there's silence. Palpatine sits back down in his thing and just slowly says, the churros were okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. And they nod. Mm, Mm. mm, What could it mean? Oh, man, that's great. And then it pops up on the screen. Palpatine will return. It's great. Great. That was very satisfying. Mm. That was great. Man, the force bubble. Mm. That's going to give me just so much delight and nightmares. Yes. I think I'm going to have a nightmare about <laughs> yes. that. Thank you so much uh, for joining me, Ken and Jennifer, on this whole long adventure of doing Databank Brawl. And thank you all for listening. We will have more weird fights. We'll unlock some more big characters. And who knows, maybe Palpatine and Snoke will return, especially Snoke, when we le- learn the full details of where he got that robe. Uh, as always, if you have characters that you want to see fight, let us know. Use the hashtag Databank Brawl. We love hearing your thoughts and suggestions. Bunch of new characters rolling out from The Last Jedi, and we'll have a bunch of weirdos like Therm Scissor Punch from Solo soon, so Databank Brawl will keep fighting on. Ken, where can people find you on social media? You can find me at Cadnapsock. That includes Twitch, and I just want to say thanks for making this show, Joseph, creating this show, bringing this, uh, this joy every week. It is, it is the most out-there thing we do in the most <laughs> wonderful way, and it makes me in, uh, a Star Wars fan. makes it fun going back. It ties back to when you're seven years old, and yeah. you're looking at the figures on the wall, and you're thinking, what? What does that figure do? What would that figure be in battle? This is the heart and soul of Databank Brawl. So congratulations on 100. Well, thank you. And thank you uh, for, for being here with me and being, I uh, could not do Databank Brawl without you. Or whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I can drink whiskey, whiskey without you. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't like to. It makes me sad. <laughs> I cry acid tears. Yeah. Oh. Jennifer, uh, where can people find you? You can find me on all the social media sites, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Jennifer Landa. Congratulations on 100 episodes, Joseph. Thank you. This is amazing, and we hope for 100 more. Um, it's almost like a radio drama. That's the way that I see <laughs> yeah. I love it. You know, yeah. it takes us back to old school, old school fun. Well, thank you. And uh, huge thanks to you, Jennifer. You've been putting uh, Databank Brawl episodes up on YouTube with yes. some fun graphics. And yeah, they're just things of beauty. It's really fun having, you know, doing the shows and then going back and looking like, what pictures did Jennifer add? Yeah. Wow, <laughs> cool. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, and we also want to thank Tony Thaxton, who wrote our great theme music. You can check out his Patreon, where he writes a more fun, exotic Star Wars music in the spirit of Databank Brawl. That's on Patreon. You can, of course, check out our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Force Center. You can check out our Force Center merch at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. And, of course, find us on YouTube for those Databank Brawl episodes. Episodes and some more stuff coming soon. Uh, for my own stuff, 
you can uh, find my other podcast, Obsessed, wherever podcasts are listened to. I got live shows and comedy albums like my comedy album, Rebel Scum, that's all about Star Wars, on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, it's at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, while well, no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.